0: So I should do some sort of introduction, but I haven't thought of one quite yet. <clears throat> so I'm just going to say welcome to the X-Class, everyone. Um, if you've noticed, this is a slightly different format for 100 Cups of Coffee interviews. And today I'm here with the genius Ron Glossman and his note app that he's going to explain. And he's going to talk to us a little bit about the tech industry. So without further ado, let's try this thing out. It's our first time doing podcasts, so bear with us. Um, Ron, can you introduce yourself to us?
1: Sure. I'm very happy to be here, Dana. So I'm a third-year student here at the University of Waterloo and wilfrid Laurier, studying computer science and business administration. In the past, I've done things like overseas internships, won a a couple hackathons, worked with things like Bitcoin and machine learning, and I'm also the founder of Note, a startup for students.
0: So first and foremost, what is Note? Tell us about it.
1: Note is an app that helps students study. On average, people st- spend over an hour and a half every day copying notes, taking notes, and just reorganizing themselves. And Note can help you do that in less than 10 seconds on average. You can make summaries, flip cards, even sample exa- exams will soon be available.
0: Okay, so I don't know about you, but it takes me forever to write notes. How does it do that? What's the process?
1: Well, notice helped a lot with highlighting. Whatever you highlight gets automatically copied into the summary sheet for you. We're also working on natural language processing, which will allow us to, without any highlighting, decide what is important in a paragraph, a page, which images are important, things like that.
0: If you could do that to textbooks, that'd be nice.
1: So we're actually currently (laughs) working on taking out all the theorems, all the examples that are in textbooks. Usually they're in like a green box or in a red box. And so based on that, we can actually do that for you. We're working on that. It should be available sometime in the near future.
0: Okay. So you take your notes. Right now you highlight them. Uh, highlight it in yellow, I guess, whatever. Submit it into note. It comes out with you with a condensed version. Who does this help? Because I feel like it could be helpful to more than students.
1: For sure. So... We have a primary focus on students, but it's definitely helpful to everybody. We've had people who are senior VPs and Fortune 500 companies use it, who love it, who say that it saves them time. Wow. Condensing notes from meetings, from PowerPoints. We've had people who are research assistants, even professors, create summaries. And uh, one use that I'd love to see, which hasn't happened yet, is authors or journalists. When they're writing versions, they can highlight whatever they want to keep into the next version for future use. That way, they can spend less time copying and pasting.
0: Okay, loving that. So, when did you come up with Note? How did it happen?
1: Note was actually a pivot um, during first year Mm -hmm. when I was applying for my co-op. So, I wrote a program that allowed me to generate summaries and um, cover letters and resumes for jobs based on a spreadsheet such as Excel. And so, when I saw how fast I could create and copy and paste between different resumes and create new ones, I figured... Why don't I also make this work for notes? And so based off that, I made a pivot. It took about a year to really get it going. Um, and so it went from being something that I used to get work to actually being my work.
0: Okay, so you're all about efficiency, I guess.
1: Yes, efficiency is key. Um, <laughs> I really think that people could use an hour and a half every day more effectively. It shouldn't take an hour to make notes. It should take 10 seconds, and then you can spend an hour with your kids or an hour with your significant other. A great use of uh, one hour.
0: Great advertising then. Loving it. No, but I completely agree with that. An hour and a half is incredibly valuable. Um, question for you. What's been the most challenging part of launching Note?
1: So there have been a lot of challenges. Just like anything, it's never a straight road. It's more like a windy and curvy road, which loops back on itself, sometimes further than you even started.
0: Hear, hear that, guys?
1: <laughs> but the key is to always persevere. And I think the hardest part really is Staying dedicated and persevering, getting that first person to endorse you and to like your product and having people who use it on a daily basis is something that really drives me. So every day when I see three more people signed up or ten more people signed up and I know that there's another thousand people relying on me, that really drives me because I'm not just doing it for me, I'm doing it for everybody. And so the hardest part was getting that first person and I really um, want to thank... Product Hunt and Beta List, if you know what that is, which are two big companies in San Francisco that help startups, and uh, they really helped me at the beginning.
0: Do you know who your first client was?
1: Um, Do you well, remember
0: when it happened or how you felt?
1: Uh, I definitely remember how I felt. I don't know if I remember who it was, but <laughs> I definitely remember that I actually went out and I bought my first ever bottle of champagne, and I, like that I personally bought it. It wasn't the first time I drank champagne, but I went and bought a bottle, and we popped it, and we had a little celebration. So I remember... It was definitely an experience. I actually wish I could remember who, but my database keeps track, so I can check who it was, and I'll actually send them an email.
0: Shout out to you out there, whoever you are. Um, who else is working on you with this? You say we a lot.
1: Um, so I have a lot of people who help me both directly and indirectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so technically it's just me working on it, but I have a lot of friends who both help me um, either with their time, friends. support, opinions. I have people who help me advertise and promote it. Um, So when I say we, I think of it more like a movement. It's about helping everybody. And so it's all the students in the world. It's not really just me. It's me and everybody trying to make the world easier to learn from and make it more efficient.
0: So you're a community, basically. Exactly. Okay. Have you heard the quote, it takes a community to raise a child?
1: (laughs) I have heard that quote, yes.
0: So that's your child?
1: Education is our child, for sure. That's a big child. And this, Lots comi- that.
0: <laughs> this is coming to you guys from the University of Waterloo's recording studio, so you can tell what we're doing here. But my question to you is, what's the most valuable piece of advice you've gotten along the way that had to do with note that helped you get to where you are today?
1: Oof, that's Take a, your time. That's okay. a loaded question. Yes. Um,
0: it's intended to be.
1: Well, I think there's several things that really helped me. I don't know if all of them are directly related to note, but one that I heard... Uh, rather recently that I really like is who do you want to be today? Every morning when you wake up and you like hit snooze on your alarm clock, which is a big issue I have, or um, you sit down and you don't want to do that piece of homework you have to do or that assignment for work, you should ask yourself who do you want to be. It's not what do you want to do today, it's who do you want to be. Do you want to be a winner? Do you want to be someone who gets their job done on time, who supports their family, who is uh, caring and emotional? Or do you want to be, for lack of a better term, a slacker. Um, and so I think that's one thing that really helps me. It's who do I want to be today rather than what do I want to do. Specifically for note, though, I think one thing that really helped me is um, when I, when I uh, was approached by a student in high school who was about 13. This was when I was presenting at uh, Velocity Fund Finals last semester. And this little young kid came up to me and he said, I love the idea, how can I help? And when I saw the passion in, in his eyes and... Uh, Later, I actually saw him. He was doing his own great big projects, and I was really proud because like like I said It's more about the community, and that's what really drives me. So it wasn't really one piece of information It was just the fact that somebody out there really wanted to know how to help and how They could be and improve themselves
0: Shout out to you kid So I don't know what else to ask you about note so far. Is there anything you want to say before we move on?
1: Um You
0: want to do with it or what your goals are?
1: Um So my goal is to have it reach as many people as possible and for it to remain free. Um, That's something I'm really striving for. I'm looking forward to having it presented at Google Apps for Education this weekend. uh, At the Teachers Conference, hopefully there will be a lot of more connections I make with people and we can help get more students to learn better, which is really what the ultimate goal is other than anything else.
0: Okay, sounds good. So moving on to the tech industry, because I know you know a lot about that, or at least for sure more than I do. What are your thoughts on the next big thing that's going to revolutionize the way we communicate with each other or whatever it is? You know, the next big Facebook, for lack of a better...
1: So I think that you mentioned great. Uh, Facebook is a great thing because Facebook has evolved into something that I don't think anybody ever really foresaw. When I signed up for Facebook eight years ago... Um, it was just really a forum for like putting out pictures and stuff, and nobody saw it taking out MSN, for example, which was the, ne- the big thing. And so it developed into a communication platform. It developed into a platform now that people use for classes. We have textbooks that changes. We have classes and groups uh, specifically talking. So I think the next big thing is definitely um, Something that we don't foresee, but more importantly, it's something that connects people. So I think um, education is a great field to be in because it's connecting people. I think, like Uber does, transportation is a great big field. And it's something that you don't really sell. It's not a service or a good. It's more a platform. Um, And so I think the next big platform will definitely be either in health, education, (laughs) or um, I think a really big one is financial technology. Bitcoin seems to be on the up and coming.
0: All right. I can't remember where I heard this, but it was a quote about how if you're not paying for a service, someone else is paying for you. Do you have any thoughts of that on that in terms of, say, Facebook and how now they're using money and sort of incentives for advertisers to come in there?
1: For sure. So I think that's a great quote, whoever said that. Um, I'll reference there's it. There's definitely somebody who's paying for your service if it's a free service. Um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. It doesn't mean that they're selling your information It just means that, you know, they have their server costs and their network costs, and they offset that in multiple ways, which don't necessarily have to harm you. For example, Facebook um, has ads, and so does Google, which is something non-intrusive. They don't really steal your information. I would definitely say, though, that you should be wary, and you should always look at the privacy policies of companies Mm. because that is where they will disclose if they do sell anything, and that is the big place to really... Look out for that, especially if if it's a free service.
0: Okay, and next question: It's about Uber and Airbnb and companies that really got into that sharing economy. Why do you think that got so bigger? Why would you? Why did you buy into that? Because I heard that you had an interview with Uber, so you obviously support that.
1: Um, for sure. So I think the the great thing about all those companies is that they're a platform they don't actually sell anything like airbnb owns no properties
0: okay
1: uber doesn't own any cars or at least they don't own a majority of the cars it's just all the people that provide a platform to connect and so i think that people are starting to realize the power of being self-employed and airbnb and uber give them that power and more people are starting to realize the power of e-commerce and the power of the whole internet in general and so that economy is really starting to kick off and so um I think it's going to keep going up.
0: Okay, you said that it was that people are realizing the value of being self-employed. How do you think that has played into what you thought of the success maybe 10 years ago? I don't know about you, but when I was little, I thought, I'm going to work for some great big company when I'm bigger. You know, I'm going to, you know, they're going to treat me well, they're going to give me this and they're going to give me that and I'm going to do this for them and the more I grow up anyway, the more I think I want to do something that's my own. I want to be, you know, my own boss. How has that sort of changed for you? Um, Have you gone through the same thing?
1: Oh, for sure. But I think think everybody does. When you grow up, your parents are sort of like, oh, you have to be a doctor, or oh, you have to be a lawyer. Yes. Or an (laughs) astronaut, or like whatever. But honestly, I think that doing what you find interesting is definitely key. And whether that's being self-employed or not doesn't really make a difference. But people are starting to realize that Um, the freedom of self-employment and even though there's financial stress and maybe you don't get paid as much is definitely a payoff that's worth trading and I would say if something if entrepreneurism is something that you aspire to or are afraid to try you should definitely dip your toes into it it's easier when you're younger so if you have a goal you should set out and go for it and don't let anybody hold you back.
0: What are some little projects that you've done when you were younger? to sort of kick off your entrepreneurial spirit?
1: Um, Well, when I was in high school, I used to do this. I don't know if you know this. I used to, like, (laughs) um, I think it was grade 10. I used to, after school, go door to door and sell, like, garbage bags and, like, light bulbs and, like, stuff like that. I
0: did not know that. The most
1: ridiculous things. But I think that that was actually a great aspect. And it taught me a lot and brought me to where I am today because... Uh, Mark Cuban actually used to do the same thing. He used to sell garbage bags. And that skill teaches you how to talk to people. teaches you to not be afraid. Because every night, you'd have to knock 100 doors with 100 strangers inside. And you try to, like, sell them something. You don't know who they are. And some nights were more successful. Some nights were less successful. But I would definitely say that overall, that job paid way better than minimum wage. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: even though it had its ups and downs and it's had its stresses, the fact that I was self-employed and that I could come into work... um, Effectively, any day at any time really started me realizing that I could do something on my own and then I could sell something or I could be self-employed and Mm -hmm. self-sustainable. And so I'd say that experience was definitely something that really helped me grow as a person.
0: Have you ever worked in the restaurant industry?
1: At a restaurant, no, but I know you have.
0: I have. And (coughs) what you were telling me sounds so similar to what I went through this past summer, where basically... You're given your own section as a server at a restaurant. You know that tables, whatever they are, like that section near the window, that one's yours. Everyone in there, you're in charge of, you're responsible for them. Your revenues, which are your tips, yes, they're tips, they depend a lot on you. And you come up to a table, you have no idea what to expect. Like I'm telling you, there's some days you walk up to a table and they're the sweetest people ever. They're so receptive right away. And then there's others that just like they want you to bring them their food and just be quiet and do nothing else but. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with just playing up to other people and working with other people. And I feel like that might be the essence of entrepreneurship. It's not doing something on your own, but it might even be collaboration with others. And I think that's the really cool part. We're all a community after all. Um, question for you now about your sort of your co-op experience, because I know that that's super hot right now. and university kids' lives, especially it's online for sure. Um, my question to you is, who have you interviewed with? What sort of sense do you have of the job market, maybe in tech because that's where you're in? What are they looking for in people? What are you looking for in a company?
1: Um, so I would say I only have experience in tech-related jobs, although I definitely have interviewed with banks, although in more technical uh, positions. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that The market right now is starting to realize the benefit of tech, definitely. A lot of companies that are non-traditional, like such as banks, are starting to hire developers and starting to hire people with developer knowledge. Um, And so, rather than focusing on one specific thing, I would say that the key is to have communication skills. That's most important. When you walk into that room to have that interview, you know, you gotta give a firm handshake. But you also have to know how to talk to people. You have to know how to sell yourself. A lot of people, can't really compliment themselves, and it's a skill that they sort of need to work on. And so you need to know how to sell yourself. Um, And also, you have to work outside the classroom to improve your skills, because I find that a lot of the knowledge I've learned in school does not translate at all to what I do during my co-op terms. And so a lot of companies will actually look at that outside experience. You know, for tech, that's like GitHub, for example, Mm -hmm. if you have any projects or you have any startups. Um, and that can be extrapolated to any industry I believe as long as you have outside experience if you're a writer and you have your own blog such as this <laughs> um, That's great experience and employers love to see that me personally when I'm looking for an employer is someone who is Receptive my to my ideas, you know, so you can have an impact in the bottom line um, You want somebody who has uh, The same views as you do the same values the same corporate culture, you know if you're coming into a company that expects you to wear a suit every day and you're used to wearing sweatpants and a sweater every day, maybe that's not a good fit for you. Um, And vice versa, you know, if you like dressing up for work and you like banking, maybe working at Facebook isn't the best job for you. So I think to each their own, the key is to find something that you like and that uh, shares the same values as you do.
0: So if school doesn't translate necessarily into the work life, you're doing a double degree at Waterloo Laurier right now. That's tough, that's expensive, that's time-consuming, Honest question. Do you think university is imperative to success in the future in terms of being able to achieve your goals? Do you think that maybe it's got value else like other than the straight up education value? What, what does it give you? Great you question. I would
1: it? say that in my personal experience, at least, or in my opinion, should our professors
0: not
1: listen to this? <laughs> not, do not listen, professors. Um, over time, the value of school has sort of over the the price of school has overcome the value. So in the old days, very few people had degrees, and it was it was relatively expensive. Nowadays, people are willing to take the burden, and it's so commonplace to have a degree that it doesn't really distinguish you, and so. Rather than what you learn in school, I would say it's the, the skills you learn from school rather than the knowledge. You know, showing up to class, being on time, having work done, being used to the process of studying and making yourself sit down and note-taking. All of that is stuff you learn through school. But the knowledge itself is, doesn't really apply, at least in the tech industry. I think it may be in biology and the sciences where there's concrete facts. It's a lot more valid in the tech industry things move too quickly for them to be able to keep up so i would just say learn the skills rather than focusing on the actual knowledge
0: okay yeah no i'll tell you why i go to school and it's for the networking and the opportunities for connection it's not necessarily for going to class because i'm learning professor walker you're great but i'm learning unit conversions right now and As much as, yes, that's great to know, that's something you should be getting off the internet. You should know already. And in the age where knowledge is available to you anyway, how are you going to stand out? Because anyone can learn, you know, the different parts of the body. It's what you do with that. So I feel like university is a lot more of what you put in and that determines what you get out of it. So that's why I'm really proud of you for doing NOTE. Um, that's why I'm doing the X class. That's why I respect people who have their own things on the side. I think that's so imperative. But let's move on to the topics of life and balance. What's the busiest you've ever been in a nutshell? What was that like?
1: Honestly, like I want to say right now. Good. Because I have like midterms, four midterms next week, two interviews. Note is going to go public. Um, there's lots of things on my mind. So I would say
0: are you some dealing with it?
1: Tips, yeah, some tips I have for dealing with it are um, that re- there's a quote every really day, like it says, sorry to spoil the ending, but everything's going to be okay.
0: Love it, okay.
1: So sometimes I will just roll through things and I'll know that I may not do amazing, but like whatever grade I get on a paper does not define me because tomorrow I wake up and I can start a new day and I can rewrite the future. And so each day you should look at it as a blank page. And so... Whatever happened yesterday don't think about it. Whatever is going to happen tomorrow don't think about it. Today is what you should focus on. And so even if today is a very stressful day such as today, <laughs> you should just relax, take a deep breath. Everything's going to be okay in the end.
0: I think you need that to hold on to your sanity. That sort of mental whatever it is, state of mind, mantras doesn't matter, but I agree. Also completely. some alone time. Yes, yeah.
1: Alone time is key like we'll watch some Netflix or like Treat yourself, book. right? Yeah, like treat yourself exactly.
0: Who else is gonna do it, right? Um, how important are your friends to your success and your family, and the people who support you?
1: One hundred percent. I would say number one is having support and people who believe in you and will be there in the darkest moments and the, the brightest moments and find for like friends are key, family's key, family. I would say is always there for you, but friends are there, um, by choice. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. So, um, always remember that they don't have to be there always, you know, like be nice to them, thank them, whatever. Um, and never like take anything for granted. Like things happen every day. Some people leave your life. Some people enter your life. Um, and so just be, be grateful for who's in it right now and just tell them.
0: What are you looking forward to next week?
1: Launching Note Public. One year in the when you're in the making, very excited.
0: What's your biggest accomplishment so far?
1: <sighs> not dropping out.
0: <laughs> All right. Shout out to anyone?
1: Um, shout out to Dana. Thank you for having me. That was great. Um, no, not really. I just want to say, if you guys are having trouble studying, check out Note.me. Um, I'd love to help if anybody ever wants to reach out. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, and last question: What does success mean to
1: you? I thought it was we were gonna end on the light like question. No, now I'm we not go letting you to off serious. easy. No. Okay. All right. Um, well, you should have
0: expected this one. Take your time if you need to.
1: No, I th- like I have, I've thought about this a lot. Like when I was younger, success was a lot about like you know money and and having like the nicest car or the biggest house, but like as I get older and I see more of the world, I start to realize, you know, like people in third world countries and like I see how they're super happy with their quality of life where people here with that same quality of life are so upset. And so I have started to realize that it's more about what you share, what experiences you have and what you share with the people around you. Because having the nicest car, but if nobody's sitting beside you, it's worthless. You know, you got to have friends to share it with and you got to help bring them up too. You know, if somebody's struggling, be there for them. Um, so success is not really a one person thing. It's more... Of a, of a community of things you know it's health fin- financial but it's also family and friends and reaching your goals and being true to yourself and so success is never really one measure it's about how you feel about yourself and you always got to keep striving to do better
0: everybody that was ron glosman at the x classes 100 cups of coffee if you liked this podcast keep your eyes open for another one If you want to follow Ron Glossman, he's going to tell you his Twitter handle now.
1: At Ron Glossman. I'll link that.
0: I'll link that in there. If you want to follow the X class, follow us on Instagram at thexclass.com. Or actually, it's just the X class. And enjoy your week, guys. I hope you got something out of this interview. I hope you learned something. I want to say this is 10 coffees down, 90 to go, but I'm not sure. I'll double check on that. See you guys later. Thanks again, Ron, for coming.
1: Thank you, Dana.